0: I think a
1: Oh, man! Well, good thing you're so adorable. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Who's an adorable little bulldozer of destruction? You are. Yes, you are. Oh, Kairos is here. Uh, Come on in! Mindy! Are you okay? I, I could have sworn I heard some. Oh, no, 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 come back here. You can back here right now. Oh, oh sorry, guy, Roz. Mindy, this dog is slobbering all over me. Oh sorry, guy Raz. I'm babysitting my Aunt Mojo's dog for the weekend and oh, boy! Don't
2: worry about it, Mindy. Nothing a bathtub full of hand sanitizer can't fix. What
1: what are you? Ah,
2: <sighs> much better. This sure is one big dog you have here, Mindy I
1: know, right? He's a Great Dane
2: Wow, so not just a big dog, but the biggest dog
1: Yep, biggest dog breed in the whole world
2: By the way, what's the big guy's name?
1: Oh, his name is Niels. Oh, I get it You get what?
2: Niels? like he kneels, like like a dog What?
1: No, Niels, as in Niels Bohr.
2: Uh, Niels Bohr, Niels Bohr.
1: Niels Bohr, Guy Raz. He's the scientist who basically invented the field of quantum physics. Oh, yeah, Niels Bohr. Didn't he win the Nobel Prize in 1922? Sure did. And you want to know another fun fact about him? Mm, What? He was Danish. Oh, that's
2: starting to make sense. He was Danish. His name was Niels.
1: He was a great. Scientist And Danish people are called Danes? And so Niels is a great Dane. Yeah. Wow, that is very clever,
2: your old Aunt Mojo. Right? Yeah. So uh, what were you doing that got old Niels so riled up?
1: Oh, so he was helping me to solve a mystery. A mystery? Yep. In fact, it's what he does for his day job. He solves mysteries.
2: Mindy, are you sure you're not just confusing him with Scooby-Doo?
1: No, confusing him with Scooby-Doo, Guy Raz. But like Scooby-Doo, Niels is a Great Dane, and both Scooby and Niels are working dogs.
2: (laughs) Working dogs?
1: Yep. A working dog is a dog that's not just kept for a pet, but also trained to perform a certain job. Huh. And don't worry, Guy Raz, I already looked over his resume, and he is more than qualified to be on the case. So Niels, this job here requires you to perform a lot of different tasks. You think you'd be able to handle a workload like that? (laughs) Nice, confidence, I like that. Now what would you say is your biggest weakness, professionally speaking? (laughs) Well, I appreciate the honesty. Now finally, it says here that you've had three years of improv experience. Could um, Could you elaborate on that a little for me? Uh... You see, Raz, dogs like Neil's have been helping us humans out for centuries. It's part of the reason why we get along so well. Isn't that right, pal? Uh... And you know what? I'm pretty sure I have a book on this in the library. Come on, Raz, follow me. <laughs> of course you can come, too. <laughs> walk, 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 walk. <sighs> All right, here we are. Wow, Mindy.
2: I had no idea you had this whole library back here.
1: Yeah, it used to be Reggie's Taekwondo Dojo, but ever since he moved to the Time Machine, I've been slowly filling it up with all of my books and brains and bubblegum. Brains? Uh, bubblegum? Oh, yeah, so when I built this gingerbread mansion, I decided to organize all of my stuff in alphabetical order by room, only I never got past the bees. The rest of the house is a disaster. Obviously. Anywho, now what was I looking for? Let's see here. Um, the weird and wacky world of worms. No, that's not it. Uh... The working weasels of Wisconsin, no. Oh, here we are. Working dogs of the world. Ugh. Now, I just need to find this one chapter. Oh, found it! Okay, Gairaz, it says right here that dogs have been working alongside humans for thousands of years with evidence of them being used on farms in ancient Viking times.
2: And you know, now that I think about it, Mindy, I've seen working dogs used for lots of different jobs, from security at airports to finding people that are lost in the forest to even detecting diseases like cancer.
1: Uh, hold the phone, Guy Raz. Detecting cancer?
2: Well, Mindy, it turns out that some dogs are so good at smelling things that some scientists are using their incredible sense of smell to detect diseases like cancer and even diabetes.
1: bonker balls. They must be packing one impressive snozz if they're able to detect something like that.
2: Especially because to us humans, those diseases don't smell like anything. And if dogs can smell them early enough, it might be easier for doctors to start to heal people who might have those diseases.
1: So how do dogs smell something like that?
2: Well, Mindy, when we look at the numbers, it's not really that surprising because dogs have 25 times More olfactory receptors Than we humans
1: Oh, olfactory receptors Aren't those those things in our nose That help us to detect smells?
2: Exactly, and you can't see them But because of these extra receptors Dogs have a smelling ability That's about 100,000 times greater Than our own
1: That's bonker balls
2: Now Mindy, we humans We're very visual creatures And we learn about the world mainly through what we see through our eyes. And because of this, the human brain is largely taken up by the visual cortex
1: The visual cortex being the part of our brain that figures out what we're seeing with our eyes
2: Exactly, and we also have a part of the brain called the olfactory cortex Which is responsible for analyzing what we smell
1: Okay, so how does a dog's olfactory cortex compare to ours as humans?
2: A dog's olfactory cortex is 40 times bigger than ours.
1: So let me get this straight, guy Not only are these super-sniffing canines able to detect more smells than us humans, but because of their overblown olfactory cortex, they're able to figure out what that smell is better than us, too? That's right! Okay, so Niels here may have a pretty great sense of smell... But how are these medical detection dogs able to sniff out diseases like cancer?
2: Well, researchers from the Pierre and Marie Curie University in Paris, France, have suggested that cancerous cells, which are the cells that mutate or change to become cancer, well, those cells release different chemicals than healthy cells.
1: And so these dogs are able to smell the chemicals that these cancerous cells are giving off? They can basically smell cancer? That's right. Remember, Mindy, these dog noses are highly sensitive. Wow, it's like a real-life superpower or something. Get away from the super sniffer.
2: It really is, Mindy. And some studies have confirmed that trained medical detection dogs can even detect skin cancers by just sniffing the skin or cancer in human lungs by sniffing human
1: breath. Wow, that is really <laughs> impressive, Guy Raz. I had no idea the dogs were using their super sniffing abilities in so many important ways. I mean, I always just thought they were using their noses to sniff each other's Food. So, by the way, what
2: exactly is Niels here helping you out with? I mean, you said he was a detection dog, too. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, the mystery he was helping me solve. Okay, so, um, well, bed bugs. Bed bugs? Yep, it's a specialty. I've just been itching all over the place for the last couple of weeks, and I'm afraid there might be an outbreak of them. <laughs> Huh.
2: So Niels here is able to detect where the bugs are in your house the, the same way those medical detection dogs are able to detect certain diseases?
1: Oh yeah, but it goes even deeper than that. So not only is Niels able to detect the smell of bed bugs in the house, but he's able to pinpoint the exact location where the smell is coming from. And he does this using a very special ability called stereoscopic sniffing.
2: Stereoscopic sniffing? Is that like stereoscopic vision?
1: Well, sort of. So stereoscopic vision is what we humans use to predict
2: That's right, and the way our vision works is each of our eyes sees the same thing in a slightly different way. So for example, I'm looking at Niels here, right? And one of my eyes is seeing him, and my other eye is also seeing him. And those two images combine in my brain to create one single image of Niels. Otherwise I'd be seeing two of him all the time. That's how our brain knows how far away we are from the things we see. Stereoscopic vision.
1: Wow, that's so cool. Hey, now I want to imagine what my life would be like without stereoscopic vision. Here goes. Easy, Mindy. If you keep crossing your eyes, you're going to lose your balance and fall. Uh, Do you need a hand? No, I'm okay. My eyes just got all googly when I tried using my stereoscopic vision to look at my nose up close. Uh... Anywho, back to stereoscopic sniffing, Raz, did you know that dogs are able to smell separately with each nostril?
2: So they see the world with their noses, kind of like the same way we see the world with our eyes?
1: Exactoritos, Gairaz. Huh.
2: I wonder what this room smells like to Neil's.
1: Well, I think it would probably smell like 2.30 in the afternoon. (coughs) Oh, sorry, 2.34.
2: 2.34? What are you talking about, Mindy?
1: Oh, well, that's sort of the other reason I'm dog-sitting for Neil's here. (laughs) See, my wall clock finally ran out of juice.
2: I did notice that it had stopped ticking.
1: Yeah, and I haven't had any time to get down to the store to get some more OJ for
2: it. So what does that have to do with looking after your Aunt Mojo's dog?
1: Well, without a clock to tell me what time it is, I'm having to rely on Neils, Which, by the way, did I tell you that dogs can tell time through smell, too?
2: Okay, Mindy, I know I can be pretty gullible. Like, Like, remember the time you told me that planting Cheerios can grow a donut tree? Well, that wasn't completely
1: untrue. Uh.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it
1: was. Okay, Guy Raz, here's how you grow a donut. First, you take the Cheerio and you place it in the ground. Cover it up with a little bit of dirt, sprinkling of water, and let the sun shine in. Wow,
2: are you sure this is gonna work,
1: Mindy? Of course I'm not sure, Guy Raz. But if I'm right, we'll have grown fresh donuts just in time for breakfast tomorrow.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that wasn't true, Mindy.
1: Well, this time I'm telling the truth, Guy Raz. According to Professor Alexandra Horowitz from the Dog Cognition Lab at Barnard College in New York, dogs can track and analyze how scents in a room change throughout the day.
2: And this allows them
1: to know what time of day it is? Exactoritos. According to Professor Horowitz, throughout the day, hot air will rise, usually along the walls of a room, and then travel to the center of the room and then drop.
2: And so dogs are able to track the smells in all of that air?
1: You got it. And by tracking those smells, dogs are able to tell whether it's morning, afternoon, or night. Huh.
2: Well, that might also explain why a lot of dogs are able to predict when their owners are going to come home.
1: Oh, yeah. Since I've been dog-sitting Niels, he's always waiting for me at the door when I come back from my trombone lessons. (laughs) You too. Now let me just smooch that little doggy face of yours.
2: Say, hey Mindy, it looks like Neil's here might be getting a bit worked up. Maybe we should take him for a walk. Oh,
1: okay, but Guy Raz, weren't you planning to do a second fermentation on your kombucha this afternoon?
2: Well, yeah, but
1: you know what, Mindy?
2: Oh, boy! I think I can wait.
1: Oh, yeah. It's probably a good idea for both Niels and I to get our yayas out. No! Yes. Oh, oh, man, I just finished rebaking that gingerbread door. <sighs> All right, Guy come on. We should probably go catch up. After you, Mindy. Ah, <sighs> what a beautiful day for a walk outside to chase the dog I'm supposed to be taking care of. It sure
2: is, Mindy. Though I, I don't like the look of those clouds over there. Do you
1: think we should have brought an umbrella? Nah, we'll be fine, Guy Raz. Okay, you're sure... Hey, Niels! Niels, where'd you go, little buddy? There you are, you little scamp. <laughs> Can't go running off like that.
2: You know, I thought you were pulling my leg, Mindy, but Niels was completely right. It is just after 2.30 in the afternoon.
1: I told you he could smell the time of day, but Guy Ross, if you think that's impressive, you should know that dogs can also smell the future.
0: The
2: future?
1: Yep, they can smell it on the breeze.
2: Dogs can smell the future on the breeze?
1: Sure can. Remember how I told you that dogs can see the world with their nose the same way that we see the world with our eyes? Yeah. Well, according to Professor Alexandra Horowitz, the scents that dogs use to build their picture of the world are often carried on breezes. So what's happening around that corner over there might have already wafted over this way, meaning that Niels knows what's around the bend before we've even gotten there.
2: Wow. Is that why dogs dogs are often said to be able to detect oncoming storms,
1: they can actually smell it coming? You know it, Guy Raz. So when a storm is coming in, the ground kind of loosens up a little bit, throwing all kinds of smells into the air. These smells then evaporate into the air, and the dogs can pick up on them as they travel on the wind. Wow. <clears throat> Ooh, what is it, boy? What's he saying, Mindy? Wait, he's saying?
2: Hey, wh- where's he going off to now?
1: Looks like he's going up to that fire hydrant and... Ugh. Come on, buddy, we're almost home. Couldn't you hold it? Well, I,
2: I guess he's just marking his territory.
1: Actually, Gyraz, that might not be true. What? So here's the thing. Even though wolves and other wild dogs definitely do pee on stuff to mark their territory, Tori, some scientists think that domestic dogs, or the kind of dogs that live with us, pee on things for a very different reason.
2: And what's that?
1: Well, that same researcher from the Dog Cognition Lab, Professor Horowitz, she describes it as a type of calling card. You mean
2: like putting an ad up on a bulletin board?
1: Exactly. So here's the deal, Guy Raz. Using their supersonic sniffing noses, dogs are actually able to tell a lot about each other and they do this by sniffing each other's pee. I'm not making this up. They're able to tell how old the other dog is, whether it's a male dog or a female dog. They're even able to tell what it had to eat earlier that day. It's crazy. Let's see here
2: Golden Retriever, two years old, 14 in dog years. Name is Frank. Dinner was steak tartare, Fancy. I better go visit, Frank. Ah! Mindy, I told you we should have brought an
1: umbrella! Hurry up, Guy Ross. Get inside before you get all wet! Coming, Mindy! I just remembered I've got all my laundry hanging outside on the clothesline! I gotta go get it before it rains! Run, 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 run! <sighs>
2: Mindy, what on earth is that on your laundry pile?
1: What, these? Uh... Oh, these are my new pajama overalls. Grandma G-Force knitted them for me last week out of 100% yak wool. What? Sleeping them every night. Last week, you say? Last week, I say. Mindy, I don't think you have bed bugs. What do you mean. Niels, bring your nose over here. Do I have bed bugs?
2: No. I think you've been itchy all this week because of these new pajamas.
1: Oh, 100% yak-wool. That explains why Niels didn't find any bed bugs. Hey Niels, <laughs> what's the time right now?
2: <laughs> yep, I agree. What did he say? He said it's time for you to get a new pair of pajamas.
1: Well, I guess you can't argue with that. Niels really knows. According to my nose.
0: Yeah, 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 I
1: get it. I get it. Neil's really knows his stuff.
2: Uh, wow in the world, we'll be right back. Good ups, this message is for you.
0: Support for this podcast and the following message for parents come from Boomerang, a subscription video streaming service offering a massive library of timeless cartoons and original animated series. Deliver that warm and fuzzy feeling to your loved ones this holiday season by giving the gift of cartoons. Friends and family can stream Looney Tunes, Scooby-Doo, Tom and Jerry, and the rest of their favorites. Go to boomerang.com gift today to buy a one-year subscription and give them the gift of laughter. Support also comes from the YMCA, a nonprofit striving to provide places and programs that can bring people together. The Y recognizes many kids do not have access to safe spaces or consistent nutritious meals when they're out of school. The Y offers programs, support, and services to help fill that need. Learn more about the impact of your donation at ymca.net slash giving. The Y for a better us.
2: That's it! Back to the show! Why
0: in the world?
1: Thanks for calling Wow in the World. After the beep, get ready to record.
0: My name is Shona, and I am from Nashville, North Carolina, and I am six years old. My wow in the world is that sea otters hold each other's paws when they sleep so they don't drift apart. Bye, Mindy and Guy Ross.
2: Hi, my name is Naomi, and I'm nine years old, and I live in Covington, Kentucky, and my wow in the world is that reindeer have four stomachs.
0: Hi, Mindy and Guy-Roz. I'm Matthew, and I'm eight. I'm from Providence, Rhode Island. My wow in the world is that the moon doesn't
2: give off its own light. The sun's light reflects off the moon. Bye, Mindy and Guy-Roz. I love your show. Hi, my name is Kyrie. I'm 11 years
1: old, and I'm from Miracle, Tennessee. And my wow in the world is that every time I
0: go to gymnastics practice, we defy gravity. Thank you. My name is Abigail. I live in Fairfield, California. My wow in the world is that cats can see in the dark. Bye. I love you, show. My name is Ellery. I am eight years old. I live in Portland, Oregon. My wow in the world is that a possum was outside our window. It ate some of our grapes, then it took a nap. Female possums have pouches to carry their babies, just like kangaroos. Bye, Mindy. Bye, Guy Ross. My name is Amelia. And I'm from Chicago, and my wow in the world is hedgehogs. I like their soft bellies and that they can roll into a ball. And I like their quills and their little paws. I love your show, Mindy and Guy Raz. Bye! Hi, Mindy and Guy Raz. My name is Miles from Bronxville, New York. And my wow in the world is that pearls are an oyster's defense mechanism. Bye! Hi, Mindy. Hi, Guy Ross. I'm Connor from New Hampshire. and My wonder world is that Mount Washington in New Hampshire has the world record for wind speed of 231 miles
2: per hour. Thank you. Love your show. Bye. End of messages.
1: Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us this week on Wow in the World.
2: And if you want to keep the conversation going, check out some of the questions we've posted on this episode at our website wowintheworld.com.
1: And grown-ups, there you can find more details on how your kids can become part of the World Organization of Wowzers. Lots of cool perks, exclusive t-shirts, autographed pictures of us, and a bunch of other cool stuff wowintheworld.com
2: Our show is produced by Jed Anderson Say
1: hello Jed Yo
2: With help from Thomas Van Kalken Chelsea Urson and Jessica Bodie. Meredith Halpern-Ranzer is the big boss
1: Our theme song was composed and performed by The Pop-Ups You can find more of their awesome all-ages music at thepopups.com
2: And parents and teachers if you want to send us an email our address is hello at wowintheworld.com
1: grown-ups you can also find us on facebook twitter and instagram at wow in the world
2: and if you want to be featured at the end of the show call us up and tell us your wow in the world
1: our phone number is 1-888-7-wow-wow that's one 1-888- 888 7 Wow Wow.
2: And parents, if you want to upload any photos or videos or messages to us, please visit wowintheworld.com and find a link where you can do just that.
1: And if you haven't already done so, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or however you get your podcasts. Leave us a few stars and a review, and be sure to tell a friend about the show. Until next time, keep on wowing. wowing. wowing.
0: The world was made by Tinkercast and sent to you by NPR.